You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, friends. Thank you for downloading another episode of Earth Oddity. And no matter what you are doing, no matter where you are, we hope that this show finds you enjoying life, uh, having a good time, whether you are hotboxing lobsters or campaigning <laughs> for Hitler in South America. Yeah. We love you, and we thank you so much for listening to us this week. Yeah, to echo what Tiny said, thank you for being a part of our podcast, because really without you, it would just be me and Tiny talking to ourselves, uh, and we can do that anyways, mm-hmm. but we would rather do it and have you listen to us. Yes. Yeah, because... Our Praise e- and adulation, that's yeah. what we're trying Let's to say, get here. Yeah, our egos need the boost, <laughs> for sure. Um I got a few good stories this week. Really, all of them, I think, are top-notch. Yes. Uh, The headline that I really love is Waffle House customer confronted by police officers for bringing live snake into restaurants. So um, we're going to get to that one a little later. (laughs) Uh, Did you have a good week this week? Yes. Oh, fortunately, I'm I'm not getting a divorce for Fortnite addictions. Okay. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. And we're also going to talk about a father using his uh, toddler to climb into a, what would it be, like, you know, those little prize yeah, games at the right. mall? Like a claw game. Yeah. It, it, it's not really the claw game, the traditional claw game, though, right? Right. It's Something. the one that has all the electronic stuff We'll in get it. to this, yeah. but, you know, man had a, a child that was small enough yet still able to understand instructions right. that sent him in, Mission well, Impossible style, that's right. to get them prizes. Well, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like... Uh, we got a couple of stories this week that are going to make us out to be like really good husbands, even though neither <laughs> one of our wives listen to this anymore. But I just want to say to all the ladies out there, if you're sitting listening to this and you're like, man, you know, my husband is no good. He, he leaves the socks laying around. He never loads the dishwasher. I have to stay on his back about mowing the grass mm-hmm. and fixing stuff. Um, which are all complaints my wife has, by the way. <laughs> I just want to start us out with this story right here. It comes from the New York Post, and the headline is, Husband Arrested for Walking Wife with Dementia on Dog Leash at Fair. No. So, just want to say to Deidre, never done anything like that. <laughs> all right? Never will, by the way. Never That's will. Say, Deidre's never had dementia that I'm aware of. <laughs> right. Well, so. So, there's some debate, because she did marry me, you know? <laughs> There is some debate. That's I caught her, of weakness. caught her in a weak moment. Uh, but I used to be really cool. You know, like people don't know that looking at me now, but there was a time <laughs> in my life where I was like extremely cool. You You're know? the hot stuff. I peaked way too early <laughs> and I've been coming downhill ever since. I tell people this all the time. I really peaked in eighth grade. Like eighth grade was the greatest time of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, was on the football team. I was, they did like this whole who's who thing in our middle school papers. First year we had a middle school in Fayette County, by the way. 
<laughs> and I won like, you know, 12 out of 15 categories from everything from most handsome to funniest and all that. And I mean, it was really riding the high right there. I had my pick. I was making out hard with girls <laughs> at parties all over Fett County. Sands driver's license. That's right. Yes, where you had to get your mom, you know, like, hey, we're all going to go over to Jennifer's tonight. They're having a party. And then we used to suck face for like two hours and then go home. Uh, I was like top of the world then. And I've been steadily going downhill ever since until I am the man you see today who's just beat down from life. And, but anyways, that has neither nothing here nor there to do with this story, other than I just wanted everyone who listens to this around the world to know that I used to be cool, all right? <laughs> it wasn't always this bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't always like this. But uh, I'm, I, I'm, that's how I got my wife. I've yeah. told people before, the day after my wife and I's first date, she went out to eat lunch with another guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because she had her options too. She was pretty cool back then right. as well. But, you know, that was the last, I guess, date she had was going out with Brad. Well, Brad is now like this successful eye surgeon in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> She's married to me, you know? <laughs> but I was way cooler than him back then, so she just didn't play her Let this be right. a lesson to all you eighth grade ladies out there. Yeah, right. who are, you know, or eighth grade boys, all right? <laughs> got your eye on yeah. whoever... Lock your lady down. If you're a guy, lock your lady down early on, all right? But if you're a lady, keep your options open. Keep your options open, yeah. And Maybe that, ask to see their report card. Yeah, true. Because my yeah. wife never asked to see my report card, <laughs> which is how she ended up married to me. Right. So, well, yeah, I mean, uh, so, you know, for all of my faults, I haven't put a dog leash on my wife and taken her around the fair. Now, what we do in the privacy of our own home is a whole other story. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My wife didn't let me touch her anymore. <laughs> anyway, so what about this guy? Yeah, oh boy, I got off on a tangent there. Really early in the show, too. A man Sorry. was arrested at a Pennsylvania fair for using a dog leash to walk his wife, who has late-stage dementia, police said. This is not a funny story, but I'm going to laugh about it. Walter William Wolford, WWW, by the way, this is his initials, pretty cool. Uh, 66 of Hagerstown was charged with one count of simple assault at the York Fair on Saturday after a witness told police they saw Wolford leading his wife, Catherine Wolford, around the fairgrounds with a red nylon dog leash about eight feet long. I wonder if it was one of those kinds that you press the button and it'll like retract. <laughs> yes. That'd be really... <laughs> hey, come here, buddy. It had to be, right? <laughs> to get too close to funnel cakes. <laughs> at one point... If only those worked for eBay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So here we go. At one point, Walford was spotted yanking the leash, causing his wife's head to move backwards and for her to sustain red marks around her throat area. That's uncalled for. Yeah, a little rough. A little rough. Uh, Responding cops noted Catherine Walford's condition as she was being treated by medical personnel at the fair. She was very disoriented, did not know where she was, her own name, and spoke in gibberish, West Manchester Township Police said in a report. Walford told police he took his wife to the fair last year without a lease, but she wandered away from him, prompting the idea to restrain her. Walter told me that he originally placed the lease around her waist, but somehow it had moved up around her neck. Now that's, now, come <laughs> on, buddy. That is a stretch. <laughs> uh, and uh, when she walked, all right, so it moved up around her neck, and when she walked away from him and all okay, the slack I'm, became taut, she, he gently tugged on the leash so she would stop. I'm assuming that her waist is larger than her neck. Yeah, I'm thinking. I you, mean, even if you have, well, to get around your arms is a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother task, you know? I mean, for, 
if it did somehow move up around her neck, unless it's a choke chain, it's not going to. true. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah, She's right. going to get away. Yeah. So I don't believe that. Uh, well, I'm sure to, in my mind, you know how a leash has a little clip on it that you hook onto a collar? Right. So he just probably doubled it around and hooked the clip back on it. So it did. It kind of worked as a choke chain, I guess. Huh. They contacted his son, uh, Wolf, Walter Wolford Jr., who told police he didn't believe his father was abusive to his mother. Uh, Walford was released from custody after posting a $5,000 unsecured bail, according to the newspaper, and he's due to return to court on October 18th. That's my wife's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, <laughs> Happy baby. Birthday. Uh, remember, I not put a leash on you yet. Just throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know what I did wrong, Walford told the Post on Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to keep track of my wife. Uh, she is three times faster than I am. That's part of her dementia. She simply runs away. Well, I mean, let me tell you what you did wrong. <laughs> you put a leash around your, around your wife's neck and you yanked on it to get her to come back to <laughs> yes. you like she's a beagle. And she's not. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Walford said Saturday marked the third time he had used the leash on his wife. The first time she didn't like it, so I didn't do it again. But then six months later, I tried it on her at a carnival, and it worked okay. <laughs> this was the third time, and I was just trying to keep her from running away from me. That's all. Uh, Walford insisted that he's not the monster some at the fair claimed he was. I don't really like using it, but it was either that or not take her. I love my wife more than anything in the world, but it's very difficult to take care of someone with severe dementia. They're making me out to be a monster, but hurting my wife is the last thing I wanted to do. Hmm. And let me say, taking care of someone with dementia is extremely difficult. That can definitely be very, handful. Very difficult. He wanted to go to the fair. We all want to go to the fair. She may have wanted to go to the fair. She may have wanted to go to the fair, too. I don't know that putting a leash on her is the <laughs> right thing to do. I've seen, you know, people put... My whole problem with this is that it's around her neck. Yeah, right. I really think, I mean... Okay, some people out there may think I'm a monster, and that's fair. Yeah. If you think that, I would like to say that when uh, when me and my wife were childless, uh, Tara had... Busted out that leash a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not really, though. She couldn't stand, you know, the little toddler leech, leashes? Yes, right. where It's a little, you know... Little, it's like a backpack. It's, it's like a that's backpack. It's like a little teddy bear right. that you put on the kid's shoulders and but then the tail of it is a little furry leash and it's yes. to keep your kids from running away from you right. same thing here yeah and my wife could not stand that she thought that was inhumane like that's so barbaric how does anybody do that then we had eli <laughs> <laughs> and eli because he is just such an active kid he's super active. and he he's hard to keep up with him yeah hard to keep track of him she learned real quick why some People do families that. see the need yeah. for a little. I don't I hate to call it a leash, but a little. That's, I mean, it's a leash, a teddy bear backpack yeah. leash to keep your it's kids from running away in the airport or whatever. I think it's. I mean, that's what it is. Is a leash. Yeah, and that's fine. If you need to leash your kids, leash your kids. <laughs> if you need to leash your wife, who's an adult, <laughs> you may not want to, especially and either for the kids too. Don't go around the neck with it. You know, that's my whole problem yeah. with this. Is is it being around the neck? Surely, I really think that it wouldn't have been such a big deal. Hook it to her belt loop. Yeah. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. that would have been what I would have done, you know? Or get her, like, this really super stylish belt that she loves, and then just, you know, yeah. put hook a, it, hook it, right hook it around there, and then just, you know, keep her clothes. Put your arm around her. Now, you know, I, I love the fair. We all love the fair. <laughs> yes. But I don't know what 
I mean, were they going to ride the Tilt a Whirl or anything like that? I mean, so, I don't see I, the. I don't think appeal to the older. <laughs> for some person. reason, I kind of doubt that they're getting on the the Tilt a Whirl. Yeah. Or the Gravitron. But well, there's a petting zoo. I yeah. bet. I bet. You know, Maybe. I bet she would love a petting zoo. By the way, we don't count it as an official date, but Deidre and I went to the fair in Fayette. You know, yeah. it used to be on Old Runway. I guess it still is. In eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Totally kissed her first time <laughs> on the like little bucket ride thing. Yes. So, like I said, I had it going on in eighth grade. And <laughs> then you yanked on that leash that you had well, on and went to the next, we, we, to the haunted house. <laughs> we never really followed up after that until we started going out in high school. Yeah, I had some other... Love interest at the time. And so did she. So did she. By you kissed the way. it and quit it. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> and then come back to it. Just let her not let her think about it for a few years. You know, like hey, hey that was kind of nice. Why didn't I work that out? But yeah. But anyways, I'd like to say again, Tiny and I have never would put a leash on our wife, and I feel like unless she asked us to, when I feel like that uh, that we should probably be given some kind of good husband award or something like that. I mean, I may not pick up my socks. Uh, in fact, I don't pick up my socks and, uh, but I would never do this. So I feel like we're doing pretty good. All right. Well, our next story is about Hitler. Okay. <laughs> and that's Everybody loves that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> this is definitely, I mean, Hitler is going to grab some headlines. Oh, yeah, and for he sure. is grabbing headlines now the headline here is, in Peru, Hitler runs for mayor despite threat from Lenin. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, let's get another, let's get mix all the dictators in. Peter Shea, who else are we going to get? <laughs> this comes from Reuters. In Peru, Hitler hopes to return to power in a small town in the Andes despite a threat from a detractor named Lenin. Campaign slogans reading, Hitler returns... And Hitler with the people have appeared around the island <laughs> town of Yungar, where local politician Hitler Alba is seeking a new term as mayor. I tell you what, man. Uh, I mean, that's a tough name to get saddled with. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's really tough. <laughs> I really thought that post-1945, we would have no more Hitlers. Yeah. You know, every once in a while, you'll hear about some, uh, you know, like Klan member from Kentucky named right. Baby Adolf or something like that. But I mean, in general, you don't you don't see too many no too many Hitlers around. It's I mean, do you, do you hate your kid? Yeah, I mean, really, like, what are you trying to saddle that kid with for the rest of their life? Even if you're one of those horrible, horrible racist people, and you think that you know Hitler was uh, you know the greatest thing right. since sliced bread, right? You got to understand, you were in like a point zero 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 percent of minority, very small minority, and your kid, you're saddling him with this huge burden. He's probably right. going to grow up to hate you too, exactly. and hate his own name. He's, Once he gets, he's going to change it to Meta World Peace as soon right. as he gets a chance. You know. <laughs> I mean, once he gets beaten up every day on the school bus, I mean, <laughs> yes. he's going to be like, I hate my parents. I hate my parents and everything they stand for. Don't name your kids Hitler. No. But he says, quote, I'm the good Hitler. Okay. <laughs> Alba told a local broadcaster, RPP, stressing that he rejects what Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler stood for. Alba says he wants to oversee a fair and transparent government in Yungar, which is a farming town in Peru's central Andes. But Alba's campaign this year came under attack by, get this, Lenin Vladimir Rodriguez Valverde. <laughs> what are the people in Peru? I mean, oh. is it like a thing? 
I don't know. Well, you know, a lot of there are a bunch of people from 4chan who live in South America. I would say a lot of Nazis, you know, fled to South America, but mainly to Argentina, from what I remember. Mm -hmm. But I guess, you know, they can spread around. I suppose so. This is like, you know, the, I guess if Pawpaw was named Hitler, you'd get named (laughs) Hitler too. I don't know. Says uh, electoral authorities rejected the request last week, allowing Hitler to appear on voting cards for the October seventh elections. So he actually had to, I guess, you know, petition to get yeah. his name on there. That doesn't seem fair. You know, <laughs> I mean, you can't help what your name is, no. but you can't change it. True, that's true. <laughs> hey, everybody, call me George. Yeah. You know? In Peru and elsewhere in Latin America, parents often choose foreign and exotic-sounding first names for their children, despite negative associations abroad. Okay, so that okay, there that we explains go. it. Okay, that explains it. Probably should have read the whole article before we start talking about. <laughs> Last year, an Osama bin Laden <laughs> was named to Peru's national juvenile football team. <laughs> Not bin Laden. Yeah, ben. Bin Laden. <laughs> Let's call him Vinny, guys. Let's call him Vinny. My cousin Vinny. <laughs> Alba said his father was unaware of who Adolf Hitler was. Oh, come on. You can't be unaware of <laughs> you that. You can't be unaware of For that. For real. I mean, I know you're in Peru, but still. In our day and age, he is he is the boogeyman. He yeah, is, he's by far he's the He's like worst. second to... Well, Donald Trump's first. <laughs> well, okay, it's the devil, Adolf Hitler, yeah, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Those are the top three big right, bad boogeyman go, in our go, day and age. Uh, if we go in top four, I would uh, put Obama under Trump. <laughs> all right? Because yes. you're getting both sides there. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'd put Hillary above Obama. Oh, yeah. That's probably yeah. true. Yeah, Hillary, then Obama. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Man. Okay, so you got that. You got the devil, Satan himself. This week, this week on Earth Oddity, top five bad guys. <laughs> That's right. Number five, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Number yeah. four, Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Number three, Donald, Donald, Trump. Donald J. Trump. Number two, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And number one, Lucifer himself. Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm just going off of my Facebook feed, that's it. Yeah. Know? I mean, yeah. I know there's a lot. We could throw Mao in there. We could throw uh, Pol Pot. We could throw. There's a lot of people we could throw in there. Lenin, you know? Quit, quit Stalin. Stalin. Yeah. Quit Stalin, John. <laughs> Stalin. Stalin. I can make a strong case for Stalin. But I'm just talking about what gets posted on my Facebook feed yes. every day by people that I'm friends with. You should pay more attention to your marks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, but that's wild. How can you? I mean, I, I mean, I get exotic names. We all want to have a our child with a unique, you know, name or something like that. Right. And, uh, but goodness gracious, Hitler and Lenin. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, like out of the two people you could pick out of everywhere. <laughs> That's wild. He does say here that after he learned the history behind his name, he considered changing it, but he eventually learned to accept it. Yeah. I mean, I would probably, so, if you're down in Peru, it's probably not that big a deal. I mean, especially when, you know, yeah, when you're going to watch Osama bin Laden yeah, right, play on the football team, right, right, yeah. which I'm sure is soccer down there. It's gotta be. Gotta be. They're not playing American <laughs> so. rules football. But yeah, but that's I, a that's a tough one for sure. I'm thankful because that does allow headlines such as uh, Hitler runs for mayor despite threat from Lenin yes, here right. in America. Yes. So, well, rock on South America. Yes. It's <laughs> speaking of rocking on, let's talk about the queen of the United States, Beyonce, for a little bit. <laughs> yes. Uh, this comes American royalty. American royalty. Yes, queen, or whatever. I, my Hudson can say it like <laughs> everybody else. I can't really. This comes from Newsweek. And Beyonce 
is accused of extreme witchcraft by former drummer Kimberly Thompson. Kimberly Thompson is accusing the singer of extreme witchcraft, the blast reported on Thursday. Thompson worked as Beyonce's drummer for seven years and is now asking for a restraining order against her former boss, alleging that Beyonce is involved in dark magic and magic spells of uh, sexual molestation, (laughs) according to The Blast, which claims to have access to court documents detailing Thompson's reasoning for a restraining order. The specific type of witchcraft or rituals that Queen Bay supposedly practices <laughs> remains unclear. Uh-oh. However, I just thought it was all witchcraft. You know, I didn't know there were like subsets or whatever. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, I'm not all of <laughs> I'm not up on my witchcraft like I should be. You uh, should come to uh, Wednesday night service more often. <laughs> we, we talk about all that. <laughs> Thompson, I heard it got pretty wild in prayer group this Wednesday night. I wasn't there. I was delivering furniture. I missed it. Yeah, they said it got... They went to the Nephilim and all that. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Gabe may have been leading it. Shout out <laughs> Shout out to our buddy Gabe. Again. <laughs> yes. You got to show up on Wednesday nights for witchcraft. For, for the good stuff. Flat yeah. earth conspiracies, yes. Nephilim, all that yeah. stuff. Old earth versus young earth. <laughs> yeah, all that's You're on Wednesday that nights. In there too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the specific type of witchcraft or rituals that Queen Bay supposedly practices remains unclear. However... Thompson reportedly believes that the singer was using extreme witchcraft, which is like... Not, not your normal no. witchcraft, no. This is like extreme home makeover witchcraft. <laughs> it's like <laughs> witchcraft with Mountain Dew, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and utilizing these spells to tap her phone and control her finances, all to keep the drummer under surveillance. It must have been a really good drummer, you know? <laughs> These actions are reportedly part of a harassment campaign orchestrated by Beyonce against Thompson. Thompson's request for a restraining order was denied by a judge, uh, according to the blast. None of this information has been confirmed. Thompson has, Thompson has given no reason why she thinks Beyonce would come after her in such a way. Beyonce is a self-proclaimed, quote-unquote, boss, so it's <laughs> expected that she run a tight ship with regards to people who work for her and with her. In an interview with Nylon in 2016, Thompson recalled having to get Bay's approval before getting a mohawk hairstyle. Hmm. I couldn't have done it without Beyonce's approval, she said. I had to show it to her, and she had to say okay. It's a part of her packaging and branding. She agreed with it, and she loved it. Being a boss, however, is not necessarily an indicator for witchcraft. It is well known that Beyonce and her husband, Jay-Z, are intensely private regarding their personal lives. It won't soon be forgotten that Tiffany Haddish was asked to sign a non-disclosure agreement after letting it slip that someone bit Beyonce at an after party. Someone bit her. Yikes. Yeah. That's was it a... Vampires. <laughs> was it a Vander Holyfield? <laughs> no. That was Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> he got bit. Well, I thought he might have caught it. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, let's see. Oh, man, there's so many ads on this. Newsweek, you're, you're so bad. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. There's also a rumor that Bay and Jay are involved in the Illuminati, the secret society, though they have denied this. We talked about that last week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Solange Knowles, Beyonce's sister and singer, has shown interest in voodoo, accessorizing her 2018 Met Gala outfit with a bottle of Florida water, a type of liquid known for its spiritual properties typically used in voodoo, Wiccan, 
and sa- or Santeria practices. A cool. So, like, so there is something in the water down in Florida. That's right. Yes. <laughs> now we know what's going now on we down know. there. Yeah. A cool accessory in general interest in voodoo also doesn't necessarily link the Noel sister to dark magic, however. Neither Thompson nor Beyonce and her team have commented publicly about these allegations. Hmm. So, Man, I wouldn't expect them to. No, no you don't even... You don't even address this at all. If you're a witch, the only or time if you address this is a Super Bowl halftime show. True, yeah. <laughs> it's the only time say, you talk about being in the Illuminati. Plenty of rumors of of Beyonce and Jay Z being involved with the Illuminati. I don't know why this person would, if you're wanting a restraining order, cite witchcraft. It seems like that's a good way to get your restraining order request dismissed pretty quickly. Right. You know, you may want to come up with some other things. But maybe she's just telling the truth. But maybe she's telling the truth. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, Beyonce may be a witch, and uh, (laughs) I don't know what to think about that. I'm not really into Beyonce, so it doesn't affect me either way. I'm not really into witchcraft, so I don't know that much about (laughs) it. But uh, if she's doing extreme witchcraft to control people's finances and stuff, I would like to say there's probably a witch out there who's controlling my finances. <laughs> keeping you down. Keeping me down. And it's probably myself. She's <laughs> got nothing to do with that fantastic financial advice you were giving out last week. Somebody uh, put a spell on me at some point in time that's making me poor. You know, They're making me have no self-control yeah. to care about my finances. So, oh, but anyways, Beyonce may be a witch. She's definitely in the Illuminati if you watch the right YouTube videos. And uh, just be careful buying her records or whatever. You play them backwards, who knows what it's telling you to do. <laughs> right. Take out a high-interest credit card or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Well, our next story here, you know, you were talking about having you know financial problems and yes. being poor. Yes. Uh, maybe you should consider... Uh, you know, selling some stuff okay. to make up the difference, you know, kind of help out, maybe sure. a little bit of a secondary income. Yeah. What and one I- way you can definitely make money is if you sell marijuana edibles at church events. Okay. All right. <laughs> Newsflash, been doing it for years. <laughs> so long as the man's not keeping you down. Woman arrested for selling marijuana edibles at church event. This comes from fox28media.com. This is going to be a little local joke. That probably not many people will get, but it's definitely Church of the Highlands where this is happening, right? (laughs) I don't know. That's a joke to any of y'all that go to Highlands. I don't hate your church. I think y'all are awesome or whatever. Just making a joke. Y'all do have like a super cool light show and all that. Yeah. I mean, I may want to get stoned to come watch a service. (laughs) This actually comes out of Savannah, Georgia. Okay. So. Two women face felony drug charges after agents with the Chatham-Savannah Counter Narcotics Team found that they were selling marijuana edibles at a church event in the 600 block of East 37th Street in Savannah. Agents say that Ebony Cooper, 28, and Leah Presley, 26, were openly selling THC-laced baked goods at an event on Friday at the church and was hosting local entrepreneurs. They say that there were various types of cereal treats, brownies, and puddings for sale. Mmm, sounds delicious, right? Uh-huh. I've been known. I've dabbled <laughs> in some edibles before in my life. Police say agents bought several of the items and then kept an eye on Cooper. They followed both women to another location where they searched Presley's vehicle, and inside they say they found a large amount of marijuana edibles, more than $1,000 in cash, which that's not that much. Yeah, I mean, not, nah. 
and a loaded gun, which I'm, I mean, I'm it's not America, sure. isn't it? It's <laughs> America, saying. isn't it? Does Georgia not have an open carry law? I think so. I yeah, the THC brownies but is I the know, only thing I see wrong in well, this picture. <laughs> they made they passed all these laws uh, that if you have a gun and drugs in your possession, oh. and it like you know doubles the that's where they got you. charges or whatever. And now you're going to jail for forever. If she had been in in Colorado, this yeah, would have been yeah. a recipe for a good time. I guarantee you, churches in Colorado <laughs> are doing it at like a, a Sunday sit down after church. <laughs> Anyway, they believe that Cooper uh, had all of these things in her possession in her possession while she was manning her booth at the church event. Well, you don't want well, like if that's her business. It said it was like an entrepreneurial event. Yeah, like if her business is making and selling edibles, I can understand. Like, hey, this you is you gotta what have I some do. protection. You yeah. can't just have. You can't just be standing there waiting for some dude to come up off the street and nab you of all your brownies. If you come to Carroll's Creek on (laughs) any given Sunday and shoot a gun, there are going to be so many guns pulled out (laughs) in this church. I mean, having a gun at church isn't a big deal to me, you know? (laughs) Because, I mean, they're all around. If if there's an event that goes down here, we're more likely to be killed in the crossfire (laughs) than by the person who comes in and tries to kill us. The thing is, people just don't know about it. No. That's the thing. Now they do. (laughs) Now (laughs) they do. There's all kind of we've got some okay quick tip here's another life lesson from tiny okay you should treat every single person that you come across like they have a loaded weapon sure. on their person i agree with that because there's a good chance that they yeah. do especially if you live in alabama and you will be far more polite to everybody Absolutely. you will find yourself Respectful. with patience you never knew you had that's right just everybody out there you should Every single person you come into contact with, treat them like they have a loaded gun. Try to, there's a good chance try, they do. Try to draw down on them before they draw down on you. <laughs> yes. That's the rule I live by. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're facing felony drug charges. says that uh, they were also actively advertising these illegal bait goods on various social media sites. Okay. So, well, I mean, I will say, so you know what CBD all is, right? Yes, I'm aware of that. Okay, so I was in a gas station the other day. I don't remember if it was here in Mississippi, mm-hmm. which one. I'm, I'm in a gas station all the time. That's where, CBD, that's Christian book distributors, that's right? right? Yes. That's, that's holy, holy oil. But I saw it for sale <laughs> behind the counter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting and very illegal. You know, if I was in Mississippi, I'm not sure exactly what their laws are, but sure here, I know it's, it's Well, still. I think that particular oil, the THC has been removed. Oh, you But sure? it, supposedly people can still take it as a supplement. Huh. I need to get Alex Jones on yeah, to talk to him. He's the supplement. It. He is a supplement guy. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some super male vitality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I was just like, well, that's interesting that that's for sale there. Right. But, you know, I don't know... If you're do if you're selling an illegal wear, you know, like whatever it might be, marijuana edibles, you know, brass knuckles, whatever <laughs> you're selling that's illegal, and the church has an entrepreneurship, you know, fair. Let's get all the people at church who are running their own businesses and selling rodent in fields and you know <laughs> right. whatever people are selling, come here and set up a booth and let's just have a good little fellowship and we can all support each other. You may not want to roll in with your illegal stuff. <laughs> maybe not. You know, you may want to wait, you know, or do that as a side gig and just not let everybody know about it. But Well, it says here the church had no idea that it was going on. Oh, for real? Yeah, it says uh, D. Tick Leggett is a church parishioner, and he said members are in shock over the arrest made. We That's had, what I would say, too. <laughs> we know? had no idea what was going on here. Shock <laughs> and disbelief. Why would something like this go on and you have God's house involved. This brazen illegal bake sale is something. <laughs> <laughs> 
had some asking, is anything really sacred anymore? Well, I mean, that's what he would say. <laughs> They're probably like, hey, old Dietrich over here spent $30 at the edible booth, you know? This church and this organization and this community does not condone this type of behavior. And for something like this to happen, it shows a lack of faith in how people feel about God. Okay. So All right. That's, well, that's a little deep. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that I'd throw that out there, but whatever. Yes. Just don't want to be selling your... Your edibles at the church bake sale or whatever. Yes. Although that would kick the fall fellowship up a whole different <laughs> notch or fall, uh, was it fall, fall festival. festival? Yeah, fall yes. fellowship's a Boy Scout thing. The plenty of edibles yeah. there, by the way. Fall festival is the the Christian version of Halloween. Halloween that's right, because <laughs> Halloween is wrong. So we're <laughs> yes. gonna have a Halloween that's not Halloween. Every year, I tell my son, you know, hey, we don't have Halloween. We're Baptists. <laughs> we're Baptists. We have, <laughs> we have fall, fall festival. <laughs> uh, look, son, uh, if you dress up like Superman and go get candy at your neighbor's house, as you're honoring the devil. So <laughs> what we're gonna do is dress up like Superman and go to the gym at church and get candy from people we know. <laughs> yes. I don't understand it, but I. That's a whole other thing I could go on. I don't I don't understand it. And I don't want to Well, that's what I told my son. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. But uh well, we still I'm not gonna lie, we <laughs> still knock on do. our neighbors' doors and then we come to fall, to the fall festival. Because mm-hmm. it's fun. The fall festival's fun. We all kind of cool stuff for them to do. And... Well, we typically don't go knock on our neighbors' doors, but we do oh, pass we'll... out candy with razor blades in them okay. every year. <laughs> all right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> See, my mom will hand out. I'm kidding, y'all. It's a joke. My mom hands out candy with Bible tracts. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you come to her house peddling your devil stuff, she's going to give you a Bible tract and a piece of candy. A so. lot of my neighbors actually hand out condiment packets to pick <laughs> out from the local <laughs> Some <fast> ranch. Food. <laughs> <laughs> food for establishments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I could go on a, a really long tangent about how I think we've kind of overblown the Halloween thing. And maybe we will as it draws closer. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I don't have any problem with people having the beliefs they have in mm-hmm. our, you know, in our faith, our right. denomination, which is let's all get together at church and let's have a trunk <laughs> or treat or whatever, you know, which is fine, you know. And the church wrong. has been doing this for thousands of years. Yeah, that's right. why. Yes. That's how we got Christmas. Yes, <laughs> it was go. a pagan holiday we, that we Christianized. Excellent PR move by the church, by <laughs> yes. the way. I don't think people give the church enough credit because, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of people like to throw that out as if that's some kind of like detrimental thing. I'm like, no, nah, man, we took it over. We, <laughs> yeah. like, we dominated it, made it ours, and we're like, hey, we're fun. Do you know how hard come, it would be? church. <laughs> Do you know how hard it would be for us to all get together and be like, okay, the 4th of July, it's, gonna be, it's not going to be Independence Day anymore. It's going to be uh, Freedom in Christ Day. That's right. And we get everybody on board. On board with that's it. impressive. Worldwide, by the way. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Excellent move. Excellent PR move. <laughs> Got to give the early church a hand on that. You know, they, they did a really, really good job. With that, so. Golf clap for you guys. Yeah, golf clap for y'all. <laughs>
Okay, moving on before I say something to get me kicked <laughs> off of being a deacon. <laughs> uh, which is painfully clear that the I don't think my fellow deacons listen to our show, except for Casey, you know. So I remember my father-in-law, he, he kind of threatened me a little bit. He said, you know, me and the rest of the deacons, we will be listening to this. Right, yeah. <laughs> if I had to do it over again, I'd be like, no, y'all. <laughs> no, y'all ain't listening. I've been listening y'all to episode listening one. one. Y'all don't even know how to figure out how to download one. <laughs> not listen to episode <laughs> numero uno uh, yet. Yeah, because that would, there would be some stuff brought up probably that I've said already. <laughs> you know, I would have to have a meeting and apologize and maybe formally apologize in front of the whole deacon, might have deacons meeting. So yeah, they ain't listening. Yeah. I can say whatever I want to. My wife's not listening. Deacons are <laughs> only people listening that I care about hurting their feelings are my parents. So, so it's not quite John Long uncensored. No, no, it's nowhere near it. <laughs> nowhere near it. The most of the stuff I would say here, I would say in front of my parents. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, really everything. Mm-hmm. But I would just probably wouldn't bring up some of the stuff. It just comes up at the natural course of our conversation. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. This story comes to us from Casey Dunaway, longtime show supporter, fellow deacon, James Elmore's biggest, biggest fan. fan. Yep, Casey Dunaway sent me this story. Uh, comes from Fox News because that's the only news Casey reads. <laughs> uh, Waffle House customer confronted by police officers for bringing live snake into restaurant. So wild stuff goes on at Waffle House. <laughs> that's true. If you're in a Waffle House past 3 a.m., you're going to get a story. There's, out of the yeah, deal. there's a story. I mean, there might be a fight, maybe a shooting, stabbing, or someone may bring a snake in. Um, a Waffle House patron in Mississippi, excuse me, was confronted by police officers for bringing a live snake into the restaurant. The bizarre incident was captured on video Saturday at the 24-hour chain in Macomb and was shared on social media, where it has since gone viral. Uh, Two officers are seen confronting the customer who is wearing the snake around his neck. A verbal altercation then breaks out between the men, and as the situation escalates, one of the officers pulls his gun out. Oh, snap. Several of the other patrons flee the scene when they see the weapon. Definitely would have stayed and watched. I would have have fled when I saw the snake. (laughs) But uh... The argument continues for the majority of the two-minute video until the customer is eventually escorted out of the restaurant. It's unclear whether any charges have been filed against the man. It's a very short article. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, you know, number one, snake people, I don't I don't understand y'all. You know, <laughs> I don't have anything against snakes. I'm not a guy that kills snakes willy-nilly. I like snakes. I think they're cool. They serve a purpose, all right? But having one as a pet. Their purpose is to satisfy the wrath of God <laughs> for, okay, for yeah. tempting the woman. Very true. Very true. <laughs> it's a cursed animal. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to point out that uh, Adam does get a pass in the whole, you know, like original <laughs> sin. A little too, he gets off the hook a little too easy, by the way. Well, you know what? If he would have chopped the head off that snake well, before it opened its fat, yeah, <laughs> none of this would have happened. He could have just spoke up and been like, hey, you remember uh, what we were told? Like, well, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Because it's actually just like turns around and hands to him, you know. Yeah, and I like. Yeah, you, but you read the. I don't want to get too far no, off on this. No, he can go. But Adam, he should have. He should have told that snake, "Hey, check yeah. out this rock." Yeah, right. <laughs> right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> end, yeah. end of story. Everything's right. perfect. But I, I don't understand snake people. I don't. I, it doesn't seem like a very entertaining pet to me. You right. Know? Like it's not going to fetch. It's not going to come and cuddle with you. I mean, if it is, it's trying to get warmth from you, I guess, so or preparing to eat you. <laughs> 
So I, I don't understand snake people, but uh, definitely. I will sh- say they're entertaining one day a week. Yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> know. Feeding time comes. That's the other thing, the guy should have said, this is my emotional support snake. You, know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you got to leave me alone. <laughs> I need this because I have anxiety or whatever. Yeah. And, and then maybe he could have kept a snake in Waffle House. Maybe. But I know, you, I mean, bringing uh, animals in restaurants is not uh, usually kosher unless they are service right. animals. So, uh, I mean, we wouldn't allow them when I had a restaurant come in unless you had it, unless it was a service animal. And I've had a lot of people pretend <laughs> they had service animals. Yes. And I'd be like, well, you know, we have seating outside if you don't have your little card from the ADA or whatever. Oh, and, you you'd card folks. Yeah, man. You were serious. Well, <laughs> I'm all right. I'm a very much a free spirit, but yes. I'm also very much, if we have a rule, let's follow the rule. You right. Know, like, let's all, if we all got to operate under this rule, then we all need to operate under this rule. And that's cool. If we decide the rule is bad and let's say everybody wants to not do it, then I'll be on board with that. But as long as some <laughs> people are going through the process to get their animal certified as a service dog or whatever, then everybody should. You right. know, you can't just walk in and say, well, this is my emotional sport dog or this is my dog that's going to sniff out if my blood sugar gets low. And you don't have any paperwork to back it up, you know? Man. Because the guy who came in earlier yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Had, had all the paperwork. Right. So, I mean, you should have your paperwork too. Just it's like not, he It's did. unfair to that dude. Yeah, right. absolutely. And I agree. You know, that's, I mean, I don't feel like I was being too rough. But I would be like, well, we have seating out on the patio. You can still get a sandwich. Yeah, you can get a sandwich. We'll bring it out to you. It's fine. And, mm-hmm. and you got your dog right there with you. No big deal. There you go. You know, it's only 98 in September in Alabama. So enjoy eating outside <laughs> while we're in here in the air conditioner. You, my friend, are a paragon of law and order. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> at my core, I'm an anarchist. All right. <laughs> but the problem with anarchy is people aren't responsible enough for anarchy. So that's true. If you could count on everybody to just do the right thing, anarchy yeah. would be great. Yes. But the problem is you can't. You can't. Right. So we that's have to have true. some rules and we have to abide by them. But I also, much like most Southern Baptists, uh, you know, the only laws I keep are the ones I agree with. <laughs> you know? so the ones I disagree with, I do what I want to do. So, well, speaking of, uh, <laughs> breaking the rules. Okay, breaking the law, like Judas <laughs> Priest song. Man uses toddler to steal game prizes at a New Hampshire mall, police say. All right. And you you told me already that you saw the video, right? Yes. New Hampshire police are searching for a man seen on video who they say used his toddler to steal toys out of a mall vending machine. Now, I've seen several of these. Uh, I don't know if this is like the one where you cut the rope or the one where you got to stack the blocks. I'm yeah. not sure I, I, what kind it is. The part of the video, I don't know that I watched all the video because mm-hmm. I have a very short attention span, but the what <laughs> I saw, it wasn't really clear what kind it was. Right. Police say several witnesses recorded the incident showing the man directing the child inside the machine at the mall at Rockingham Park in Salem on Friday. Investigators say the man had a small girl climb into the Keymaster game through the machine's door where the where the winners receive their prize. The child reaches up and he grabs prizes, or she grabs prizes, excuse me, which she then feeds out to the man. Police said that the girl was able to take a Nintendo DS gaming system and, get this, a Nintendo Switch, John. Oh, wow. I have never seen a Nintendo Switch in any of these games. <laughs> no. I mean, it's a high dollar <laughs> It's thing. a high dollar yeah. prize. Uh, the man also appears to have a young boy with him. The girl eventually then maneuvers her way back out of the machine, and the trio leaves. Please have not identified the man in the video. Oh. Um, 
okay, maybe this is me just being cynical, but any game that has a Nintendo Switch in it, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's impossible to win that prize. Yes. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, they so, had it rigged where you could not so get that. So there's a little bitty small part of me <laughs> yes. that wants to point my finger at the game company and say, <laughs> you know, there, that's what you get. But they're breaking the rules. Yes. That's not how you're supposed to... You're not supposed to send your children no, not into games, not at all, Mission Impossible style, and, yes. and break these things out. Which what I mean, if your kid gets trapped in there somehow, I mean that's an awkward call to your wife. Do you, you, know? you have to go break a, a twenty and get changed so you can win, like, your kid win, back. win your kid back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I could see me going, "Hey, Deidre, uh, hey, we're down here at the Walmart. Uh, yeah, I brought all the kids. You know, everybody's cool. Uh, I need you to stop by the bank. Yeah. Get $100 in quarters right. and meet me at the Rockingham Park Mall. <laughs> Libby is uh, Libby stuck in the claw game. <laughs> yeah, I sent her in there. I wanted to get a teddy bear for her. You know, like, how do you? I don't know. I, and for real, I mean, as a father, you know, for the real side of it is like, man, don't teach your kids to be a thief and right. to cheat, you know, and mm-hmm. that's just low down, dirty anyways. But yes. It wasn't Nintendo Switch. I mean, <laughs> uh, I kind of understand. I right. bet that dude, I bet he's playing Mario Odyssey right now. You know he is. <laughs> a good old he's time. just having the time of his life. <laughs> but yeah, and his daughter's sitting there learning how to steal, you know, and that it's okay. And so she'll probably develop a shoplifting problem and get arrested and yeah. Be in and out of juvenile court for a year. Or and hopefully her and her dad will have bonded. So this was a shared experience that yes. he'll go bail her out. Yeah. Or they're sitting, he's sitting there playing Nintendo Switch with his daughter and she loves his dad and thinks he's the greatest person in the world. <laughs> I don't know. There's all different takes all types, I guess. Our next story comes from WAPT.com, the ABC affiliate. Robbers break into TV crew's SUV while crew was reporting on car break-ins. Uh-oh. So this comes to us from San Francisco. Um, we all love San Francisco, especially if you're an illegal alien. It's a place to be, <laughs> apparently. Um, I like rice aroni. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, a San Francisco treat. <laughs> and uh, Full House is San Francisco, too, right? Yes, home of the Home of the Grateful Dead, by the <laughs> way. That's where they came from. San Francisco, a television production crew investigating car break-ins in San Francisco inadvertently played themselves when thieves broke into not just a bait car, but the camera crew's vehicle as well. <laughs> Reporters with Inside Edition, um, nope, Inside Edition brought Bill o, Bill, brought us Bill O'Reilly, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. Really? He's, I he's didn't know that. started out on, on Inside Edition. Wow. Uh, Reporters with Inside Edition brought brought a car to the city's Alamo Square with a Michael Kors purse and a $250 speaker in plain view inside. Both items had been fitted with GPS tracking devices. As anticipated, the car was broken into by a woman and a man soon after it was parked. The crime, uh, the reporters later noted after reviewing footage, took about 20 seconds. So, happen real fast. <laughs> man. Um, the, they were on that purse. That's right. The uh, two alleged thieves fled to a bus before ending up at a nearby subway station where Inside Edition's chief investigative correspondent, Lisa Guerrero, approached the man. Speaker still in hand, the man attempted to head onto the subway. Five million people are going to see you steal that, Guerrero said on camera, so you can choose to give it back or not. 
After being further pressed, the man told Guerrero he was going to call his mother before putting the speaker down on the platform and walking away. Guerrero later traced the purse to a nearby garbage can. The reporter later caught up with the resident whose surveillance camera caught the break-in, but to Guerrero's shop, the camera crew's van was broken into while she was conducting an interview inside <laughs> the neighbor's residence. <laughs> they stole thousands of dollars worth of equipment, she said, opening the SUV door to shattered glass. They need GPS tracking on, on everything, yes. not just the bait car stuff. We actually got hit twice in one day. San Francisco and Oakland, California are currently fighting a car break-in epidemic. In 2017, break-ins hit a historic high with 31,122 reported incidents. Only 2% of cases saw arrest. And as I said, I I looked it up. Uh, Alabama, the state of Alabama Mm -hmm. last year, had a little over 2,000 car break-ins that were reported. So, Which... uh, that's I mean, out of the entire state of Alabama, it sounds kind of low, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's reported now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not telling how many people got their car broke in and didn't even call the cops. Or they yeah. know there's nothing that's going to be done about it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I had a friend who got his pistol stole out of his truck not this last week, you know, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't listen, but... Uh, did he call the cops? I would hope so. Yeah, I think he did. Because if that shows up at a crime scene... Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> you better no, be I'm talking. I'm sure he called the cops, but, I mean... You leave your pistol in your truck. What do you think is gonna happen? Right. You know? So, uh, I mean, if you, I don't know. I, I would bring my pistol inside. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, I may or may not have, Mister. You know, <laughs> government guy who's listening. You know, yes. <laughs> I, 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 you know, all my guns got lost in a boating accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty wild. That. Uh, that many car break-ins are happening, and this happened to them because uh, they were reporting on it. Man. Going to make a good story for Inside yeah. Edition. I mean, but what if it was a setup and this is all just been to make the ratings higher when people watch this? I don't know. Well, what it says that they're you know experiencing an epidemic. Uh, epidem- I can't even say that word. Epidemic. epidemic yes. Right now, and right. that. What do you think is causing this to spike? There's usually some kind of behavior or some kind know. of, you know, catalyst that would that would bring all this about. Yeah. I would say, you know, economic development's huge. You, if people have jobs, <laughs> then they're less likely to steal, you yeah. know, because they don't need to fence material. And they have somewhere to be and something yeah, to do. Yeah, somewhere to be and something to do. Now, I know they recently raised minimum wage in San Francisco. Hmm. Um to like, you know, $13 an hour or something like that is like a city-wide type thing. Right. So you would think, you know, more people would be at work unless forced higher wages causes, you know. people Not as many people to be employed. Not as many people to be employed. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked at the I'm, info. So. I'm not an economist. I'm not an economist <laughs> <laughs> well either. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, you you think that drugs... Could be that there's a lot of people living there illegally. I don't know. I don't want to sound like President Trump or anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I'm sure all of these are contributing factors. Right. Yeah. In Alabama, your car gets broken into. It's probably a meth head, you know, looking <laughs> to take something to the pawn shop and sell it. I got broke into one time, and it was in high school. Uh, knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, 
but I will say that, you know, as just, I, I try not to just leave everything, anything out in, in view. If, if there is anything, I try to shove it up under the seat or, yeah. which I'm sure that's probably the first place people look. I don't think so. But, uh, but still, you're just asking for somebody to smash your window if you have a, you like a stereo or, or whatever, yeah. just yeah. sitting right there on the seat. Exactly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't. I don't have any, there's probably about $4 in pennies and nickels and quarters <laughs> in my door handle, yeah. you know, that's about the it's only not worth the effort. thing. Yeah. I mean, really, you're not going to get money. You got to go down to coin star. It's going to cost converted. you half of it right. just to afford in that little machine. That's <laughs> yes. no, not really worth it. But I do carry a backpack to with me at work all mm-hmm. the time. Cause it's got like this huge training book, which shout out to Lindsay, <laughs> who's probably listening to this. She knows what book I'm talking about. Weighs like 50 pounds. Oh, backpacks are great. Yeah. I and so I backpacks. keep it in there, but I always get it out. Cause I'm like, somebody's going to think something's valuable in that backpack mm-hmm. and bust my window out. And then they're going to have the like spiller <laughs> furniture and mattress computer system training book. And that's it. And like a phone charger that yeah. I have in there. So, if only they knew if they just open the book and they find it hollowed out. <laughs> There's John's apocalypse stash. <laughs> nah, it's in my pantry. Okay. Got all that where I need it. But yeah, you know, I just, I, it's kind of wild. 31,000 break-ins in a, a year is a lot. That's a lot. That is a whole lot. You know, instead of, uh, instead of people breaking in cars and stealing stuff, they should just chill out and uh, maybe enjoy a little Fortnite. Yeah. You know? Right. But not if you're interested in uh, in remaining married, because it says here, online divorce service says that Fortnite addiction has been cited in over 200 of their divorces. Wow! So, wow! I know 200 is probably not not a lot, but how many online divorce services are there? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's probably going to be more of them moving yeah, forward right. as more pe- people Which, get online. Let me say but, this. I have a great, if you're a lawyer and you do divorces and you're listening to me, I have a great billboard campaign for you for the upcoming Christmas season. Yeah. And that is, did you catch mommy kissing Santa Claus? Call me, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. call a divorce lawyer or whatever. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there for anybody. Uh-huh. That's my idea, but I'll let you use it um, if you get people to subscribe to our podcast. So another good one would maybe be around Valentine's Day. Yeah, it'd be like you know, save some money yeah, on right. flowers and chocolates this year. That's right. Get a divorce. Get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. That is terrible. We are actually very pro marriage here. I'm huge, hugely pro marriage. Granted, sometimes there are certain uh, what's the word? There, there are exemptions. Yeah, there are, in yeah. scripture. Yeah, absolutely for divorces right. under certain circumstances. Yes. Under you know. Yeah. Infidelity, yeah. or also an unbelieving spouse wanting to leave their partner. True. Right. I would also throw abuse but, in there. You know. I'm not, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't advocate for anybody to stay with somebody who's. That's true. Normal. I mean, because yeah. that's for your safety. Yeah. Right. Right. But anyway, back yeah, to this. Sorry, <laughs> we're kind of <laughs> getting sorry. off on this. An online service that helps unhappy spouses file for divorce claims that addiction to Fortnite has been cited in over 200 divorces so far this year. Wow. The company says that it did some data mining after noticing that the game was being increasingly referenced. Uh, Fortnite is all over the news right now as one of the most addictive digital games ever played, but it's not only teenagers that are being affected by its drug-like qualities. It is affecting relationships and marriages, according to research by online divorce website, www.divorceonline.co.uk. Wow. So I didn't know that was a site. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. 
It said that digital addictions are now being added to three of the most common reasons for divorce. Hmm. Addiction to drugs, addiction to alcohol and gambling. And addiction uh, to gaming. Addiction to gaming. It says, uh, the dawn of the digital revolution has introduced new addictions. These now include online, uh, you know, bad websites that you should go to. Yeah. Parents, you know what I'm talking about. I've heard they were out there. (laughs) Online gaming, social media, and it's no surprise to us that more and more people are having relationship problems because of our digital addictions. These numbers equate to roughly 5% of the 4,665 petitions that we have handled since the beginning of the year. So, I mean, you know, you would think that if someone's wanting a divorce, it would be a little bit more serious than a gaming addiction. But that said, I do know guys who they spend all their time doing nothing else but playing a game, you know? Yeah, I know. And, you know, as someone who plays Call of Duty, you know, but I'd, I'd only do that when... You know, my wife's going to bed, and mm-hmm. she don't really care if I come to bed. So <laughs> I usually just sit up and play my game. <laughs> She's like, "Thank goodness for, for <laughs> let me sleep without somebody bothering me." Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's like, "Oh, thank goodness for Call of Duty." <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I could see uh, how it could be. You know, in the South, we have a lot of people who like to hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's always the joke is that if your wife's going to cheat on you, it's going to be during hunting time when you're gone, you yes. know, all day, every day and every afternoon or whatever. Your wife, that's when your wife's stepping out on you, you know. Mm-hmm. So if your husband's at home all the time and he's just paying attention to the TV screen and this game in his squad and where they're dropping and all that good stuff, because Thomas plays Fortnite and uh, so I know a little bit about it, then I could see you being like, you know, my spouse is neglecting me emotionally mm-hmm. or whatever. And so you want to drop him because that's what we do now is right. drop everybody <laughs> real quick, <laughs> real quick, a very short leash. No pun intended from our earlier shit story we did. But, yeah, that's wild. 200. That seems like a lot. hmm Yeah. What if you're a dude and you have to come to realization that you ruined your marriage over playing a video game? That's got to be tough, you know? But then you're like, I was level 99. That's right. And it was so worth it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know... I mean, I, if, if Deidre were to serve me with divorce papers tomorrow because I don't pick up my socks or mow the grass or all that, you know, that'd be tough. I'd have to have some real conversations with myself about how I've, I've fail, failed as mm-hmm. a husband and as a man, you know. But video games, I don't think, would be sided <laughs> in there. You know, that would make me feel so low. But maybe it's because I'm not like a gamer. Yeah. I didn't grow up really gaming that much. And you know, now that I think about it, we had a story earlier this year. That's right. Woman attacked her man with yeah. a samurai sword. That's right. Yeah. Over because he was gaming all the time. Over was it? It wasn't Fortnite. It was the other one. It was PUBG. PUBG, Pub, right. which is you yeah, know same thing. It's Fortnite for with violence. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, it's a little more realistic. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so true. I forgot yeah, so. about that. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of wild. See, my wife can see like she wants me to leave 
me to leave her alone more <laughs> than interact with her. So she may not care if I developed a gaming addiction. I will say me and my son, we have a really bad Minecraft addiction right now. <laughs> okay. I've played a lot of Minecraft in my life. Man. I've built some pretty amazing things. I'm like, but Tara just doesn't understand that I've built the world's first perfect society. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you know? I know. I've built the perfect civilization. I, you know, and this is a little... Humanity's been trying for millennia and I did it. This is a little inside baseball but I don't think either one of them listened to our show. But we had we rarely ever get a babysitter ever. Uh, <laughs> but we had to get one the other night because we were going to that foster parent class, mm-hmm. and my mom had something to do. So we got Marla to come and babysit. Oh yeah, Marla, wonderful young lady, mm-hmm. like super awesome young lady. Um, so she came and babysit our kids, and they were playing Minecraft. And she mentioned that her boyfriend Kyle, huge <laughs> Minecraft player, you know. And so we got to give him a hard time about it because, you know, there's very cool bass playing like 20 somethings that are into (laughs) Minecraft. So, yeah, yeah, I got to give him a hard time about it. I thought about it this morning, too, while he was up on stage playing. (laughs) I was like, he plays Minecraft, which I play it, too, man. I don't mind. It is pretty addicting. Pretty fun. I remember the first time Eli was getting into that. I'm like, man, the the graphics on this are terrible. Why would you waste your time with this? And then I was like, oh my goodness, you mean you mean you mine ore and you yeah, can build right. stuff? Yes. <laughs> yeah. you know what? You mean if I get so many of these, I can turn it into like an ingot, like an iron ingot? <laughs> yeah, and and then, I'm like, I'm like, oh, wow. dude, I just made a boat. Yeah, right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can I can go anywhere now as long <laughs> as there's right. a river. Yes. And I need my map so I can find my way back. But yeah. <laughs> I like to I like to collect up a bunch of cobblestone and build these huge torches that go way up in the air so I don't get lost. I know how to get back to not even where gonna, my house is. Not even going to lie. I got Minecraft on my phone. <laughs> not even going to lie. So I will, so, I'll, I'll play it occasionally. You know, it's kind of fun. But yeah, I just thought it was fun because Kyle, you know, is like a, you yeah. know, cool dude and an engineer. Makes sense since he's, he's an engineer. He's an engineer, yeah. Right, that's yeah. Where he but he's like Learned it all from Minecraft. And, yeah. Yeah, got his girlfriend and yes. she's just like, he plays Minecraft. Basically, what we're trying to say is people don't get a divorce over Fortnite. No. Yeah. And Only if, get a divorce over Minecraft. That's right. <laughs> if you're a guy, which, or it could be a girl. Girls play games too, yeah. you know, but in general, that's a guy thing because mm-hmm. girls are, you know, cool or whatever. <laughs> you know, don't be neglecting your spouse right. for a video game, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me, you know? Especially over a game that, that has co-op. Yeah. yeah. Right. And here's the thing. I played a lot of Call of Duty. And if my wife were to walk in the room and be like, hey, John, let's spend a little time together. I'm not worried about finishing the game. I'm not worrying about it. If I die or anything, I'm putting it down and I'm coming running. So if Tara said that, I would toss her a controller. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting on this. <laughs> I've been waiting on this for forever, honey. <laughs> I love it. Uh is All that right. it? That's it. That's All really right. it. Okay, so we want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Brandon actually text messaged me right before we started the show with some info, but I can't break it yet. Uh-oh. So, uh, But it, it's coming, so stay tuned. I thought uh, Brandon only talked to me. He messages you too. Every huh? once in a while, does that hurt your feelings a little bit? <laughs> a little bit. I've known him longer than you. All right. <laughs> well, I knew that, but I yeah, thought, no. you know. No, no, I've known him longer than you. I'm trying to horn in on my friend. He's my friend first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. 
Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice there and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com, which on the Cajun Curl Facebook page, he put up a video of their spiral cutter working. He did. Everybody needs to check it out. It's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's super duper. Um, Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, snake, and anything else you can think <laughs> of putting it on. You ever had snake? I know rattlesnake. I have. I've now. I've, I know of a really good recipe for rattlesnake chili. Oh, I've yeah. never had rattlesnake. It's pretty chili. good. It's pretty good. It's it's great with Cajun Curl. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never really had it with Cajun Curl on it, but I know it would be. It's really great with high lobsters. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn up your next tailgate event or cookout, uh, whip up your own potato chips, put the Cajun Curl Spice on it, and everyone will be blown away. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order their original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. You'll find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. Here locally, it's available at Vowels on Skyline. This is locally for Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. you know, not locally for wherever you're listening, <laughs> unless you're listening in Tuscaloosa, the Northport, uh, Greater Metroplex. Yes. Uh, it's available at Vowels on Skyline. South's Finest Meats, where they did a demo Saturday, by the they way. They did. And I, if we, I wish we'd have known about that last week because we could have sent people, we could have drove traffic. Yeah, no, there. we could have, yeah, yeah, but pr- uh, prompted it or uh, prompted mm-hmm. up for them. And it's at uh, Piggly Wiggly here in Northport, so it's That's on right. this side of the river as well. Um, but no matter where you're at, you, you can, can always it. get it online yeah. at www.cajuncurl.com. Exactly. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you'll feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. Mm-hmm. Also think it's legal to put on Bali, Bald Eagle because it's made in the USA, so <laughs> if anybody out there trying to do that. Uh, it's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended spe- Spice. <laughs> Taste the spice, <laughs> but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out. Support them. They're awesome. It's great stuff. Yes. Had a had a video sent to us from our taste test we did mm-hmm. a, a couple months ago, and it was pretty fun to watch. You know, <laughs> I have to say I have lost more hair than I thought I had. <laughs> what I realized when I watched that video, and yeah. I'm sure that'll be hitting on, online on their Facebook page if it's not already there. I, don't I think know. I should uh, eat food slower than yeah. I do. Had no idea. I was I dove so in like <laughs> cookie monster. We were both just tearing it up. <laughs> yeah, but. uh yeah, it was it was pretty good. And I support the companies that support us. That's right. Cajun Curl. Cajun Curl and CajunCurl.com. Go order your spice if you live anywhere other than Tuscaloosa. If you're in Tuscaloosa, you can buy it at your grocer's uh, vowels, Piggly mm-hmm. Wiggly, and South's Finest Meats. All right. Uh, no community news this week. We had a Facebook review, but we can't seem to find it. Right. Uh, from uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that it was Russian hackers. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I or can't, or the, the individual who put it just took it down. Yeah, she might have made Maybe we made her mad. If that's the case, we're sorry. I'm so sorry. I would never do anything to make you mad. <laughs> yes. Uh, or not intentionally. I, what was, what we was wouldn't intentionally name? make you mad. Do you remember her name? Uh, Sadie, is it? Yeah, Sadie... Uh, 
Izard or Zard? Yeah, yeah, Izard or something like that. Yeah. yeah. She seemed to be from Britain, I think. Yeah, write in and let us know how to pronounce your name. Yeah. I mean, hey, Sadie, we're, well, thank you so much. <laughs> your review was actually really great, and it made me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thank you. And then we couldn't find it before starting the show, yeah. and, and I felt terrible. Because I'm a dummy, and I don't know how to work the internet. So, you know, it, it's probably still there. I was riding the high all week over yeah. that review. And yes. then uh, Sunday we get in here at the studio to we record. just couldn't find it. And I was just like, I don't even want to do the show it's anymore. Joe Rogan hacked us. <laughs> no more Earth down. Oddity, y'all. Podcast canceled. <laughs> but anyways, we want to say thank you to Sadie. Thanks for your support. We appreciate you listening to the show over in uh, England. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. Tell everybody you know about these two crazy rednecks from Alabama <laughs> yes. who like to talk on the on the internet. Yes. And, uh, they can make fun of us, too. <laughs> yes, nobody listens to this show because we're intelligent. No. People listen to this show because we're good looking. hopefully we're entertaining. <laughs> yeah, right, and good looking, and good looking, <laughs> right. Yeah, so... That's our only community news. You know, I didn't mention last week, but my wife, she told me that uh, you have a great voice for podcasting, okay. and, and I had a face for podcasting. <laughs> so, okay. Well. I was like, somebody call the burn unit. <laughs> man, that's tough right there. That is tough. Come on, Tara. You're better than that. Oh. Tiny's an attractive man. You don't even know the women he has to beat <laughs> off of him. You know? I mean, he is just like knocking them off with a stick. And he comes home to you every night, hasn't put a leash on you and taken you to the fair, <laughs> hasn't, you know, got addicted to a video game and you had to file for divorce. Well, I did just talk about Minecraft True. addiction. So. Well, I'm trying to help you out here in case she happens to listen <laughs> well, to won't. this one minute segment of a show. <laughs> well, You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Acast, Overcast, Podcast Republic, iHeartRadio, Spotify, (laughs) TuneIn. You just rolled through them right there. We are available on them all, and we thank you so much. Yeah, review us. Come on, give us an iTunes review. We haven't had one of those in a while. We're depending on y'all, you know, our award-winning listeners. You can tweet at us. We are at underscore Earth Oddity. That's right. What's that uh, Instagram handle? Okay, so we got an Instagram. Haven't been too active lately, <laughs> but it's at underscore uh, Earth Oddity as well. Sorry, I've been very busy. Hadn't even had time to play Minecraft on my phone. So. <laughs> and I think we have a phone number too. If you want to give us oh, a call, yes, we do have a phone number: six six two four nine three two zero five nine. Call us. I think it would be great if you would call us and tell us, like, uh, criticize us. You know, like, what do we do wrong? You know? I think that would be super funny to listen to what people actually think about us. All right. Everybody have a nice week. Yeah. Bye-bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.